0: And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball. How does this keep happening? Let's make
1: sure we play like the f- New York Jets and not some f- slap f- team. The Jets? That's not going to go that smooth. Feel the same way I feel about your Jets making the playoffs or even being competitive in December, sir. I am ready to get hurt again.
0: The battered fans are back welcome to another episode of the battered Jets fans I am your host Daniel Granada this is the bearded fanatic he doesn't like me to say use his full legal name so I will stop doing that how are you doing Mr bearded
1: fanatic I am doing amazing sir it is 11 40 in the morning on the East Coast and we are patiently waiting for information regarding mm-hmm. your boy and Danny you may be getting hurt again um you know what I, I it's sick how optimistic
0: mm-hmm. I feel about this getting done for sure but for sure, it will definitely hurt a lot more because I feel so optimistic. Yeah, um, we had scheduled to record today just because we both thought that this seems like it's almost in the bag. So for let's sure. schedule to get on on Thursday in the afternoon and let's talk about it. But we're still playing the waiting game. But even though we're playing the waiting game, the fact that we cut Braxton Barrios to clear some space. yep, We're, we're making moves. We're, we're yep. figuring out ways to clear some space. Uh to make sure that this happens. And I can't imagine that we're going to have to wait too much longer. Now, when exactly it happens, I'm not sure. But when do you
1: think that they're going to finally pull the trigger on this? Here's my question to you before I answer that one. Uh-huh. Do you think the now recently deleted Adam Schefter tweet gives any pause to them potentially clearing up space? And this is This is the curveball I want to throw at you. Do you think they're clearing space for the potential of going after Lamar Jackson because – Let's say there's any truth to that tweet. Now they're like, all right, we need another big star. And technically the only really big star, if you don't want to go to our plan C's that we spoke about a few episodes ago, would technically be a Lamar Jackson. Now, I know how we both feel about about Lamar Jackson as the quarterback of any football team. But do you think before I answer your question, do you think that maybe they're clearing up some cap room in the off chance that he does fully retire and they're making some money for Lamar Jackson?
0: I think that a lot of people over the last 24 hours have been speculating that that the Jets are obviously all in on Aaron Rodgers, but are prepared for a plan B in case that something like that were to happen. So I think that would be the smart move to have as much cash available in order to sign Lamar or trade
1: for Lamar Jackson right.
0: if, that, if it comes to that. Now, is that going to happen? I can't imagine us going after Lamar Jackson. Honestly. Like, you're
1: not even allowing that self to be. Like, no, I get it. No, that you're I, thinking I'm about it. In, yeah. But you're 99.9% in on Aaron Rodgers. Right. I think it has to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm just waiting on when. Now, when do you think it's going to happen? My when is I thought it would have happened by now. I think that after that meeting, he would have sat with that information that he, after he met with the team and he met with the GM and he met with the coach and he met with Nathaniel Hackett. Technically, Nathaniel Hacker was the only one that he really knew out of that entourage of people who came to visit him he was going to sit with this information for 48 hours and then boom make a decision now long behold that tweet has been recently deleted maybe that 48 hours someone slipped and gave that information to Adam Schefter but we have seen Adam Schefter be wrong before so I personally think it won't go past this weekend I think that by Monday definitively you're going to know either a if Aaron Rodgers is the next quarterback of the New York Jets or b you guys are potentially starting to look at Lamar Jackson and how to bring him to New York
0: uh, I agree with you just because if we do get Aaron Rodgers, I think he wants to have some control on who we're looking into bringing into the team. Yeah. And to do that, you need to be at the table by the time free agency begins. Tampering begins on Monday. So technically, it officially begins on Wednesday, yeah. but Monday is when it really begins. You start talking to players. Right. And you can start making those verbal agreements and whatnot. So he wants to be at that table. By the time that begins. So if he's going to be a jet, it'll be before Monday. I am 100%
1: sure of this. Do you now, think Do you think there's any curveball in this? In the aspect that, let's say, again, let's put aside to the recently deleted tweet. Do you think there's any curveball with Aaron Rodgers himself in the aspect of maybe he doesn't want to go to New Jersey? Maybe there's a, a third team that we're not seeing that's a potentially a landing spot for him.
0: Uh, the Raiders already said that they're out on him now. Right. I mean, they could be lying, but... Okay, let me put it to you this way. Over the last 24 hours, another thing that I've been hearing a lot about is people saying, why are the Jets so obsessed with getting Aaron Rodgers and no other team wants him? Doesn't that right. tell you something? Not even the Packers. Right. Now, this is what I believe. Okay. What other team is set up to get a player like Aaron Rodgers? Like Aaron Rodgers has a lot to do with this decision. Yeah. He wants to go to a team that's ready to win now, obviously, because he's towards the end of his career. What team... Is ready to win now that everybody feels like they have the defense, they have the weapons. Or the only thing that they're really missing
1: is a quarterback. Name me another team in that situation. I would I, say I can't think of any. I would say your AFC East division rivals, the Miami Dolphins, would be the the if you put yes. a, if you put a gun yes. to my head and said, "What piece are they missing?" Technically, would be quarterback due to Tua's health. But outside of that, you think of the prominent teams that were on the cusp? And I can't think of one right now. The Dolphins are a good option, but they've already said that they're all in with Tua. Yes. And I think yes. they're going
0: to go after Tom Brady, like I've been saying for You've been saying that for quite now. some time now, right. So I, I, so I still think that if they go outside of Tua, it's going to be for Tom Brady. Yeah. The only other team I could think of is the 49ers. But I think true. that they... And he's in California I, as well. Right, right. So he's a California guy. So I think if that's an option for him, he would take it. But the fact that they have Trey Lance... And the fact that the Brock Purdy came Mark out of nowhere, was really good, right? so I think that because of they have those two options, that they won't go all in on Aaron Rodgers. I agree. So I agree. So that was the only other option. So I think the Jets are the only option because it's the only logical landing spot. I agree for what they have to compete and for what he's looking for and what we're looking for. It's a perfect Seattle, match.
1: Seattle was close too. Remember, they were in the playoffs, but they were, they just gave Geno Smith a contract, so you know he's not going there. The Rams are horrible. They they obviously need a quarterback, but they're they're trying to restructure and re-sign Baker Mayfield. But think about it; they got no free agents to be able to come in because they got no cap room. They got no draft stock. That's a horrible spot. They have um, nothing
0: to compete. People are I, like, "Oh, why aren't the Panthers after him? Why would he want to go to the Panthers?" Yes, right, it's a story division, but they're not
1: ready to win and win a Super Bowl right now. Maybe maybe Tampa Bay because they still have an elite receiver core. They still maybe. have an elite defense. Yeah. But I, I, I think they could potentially still get a cheaper option and be competitive. But nonetheless, I think I personally think if I'm putting it out here right now at 1146 a.m. on a Friday, I think it's New York Jets or he retires. I don't think he goes anywhere else. And I also think now that you mentioned that
0: uh, I'm I'm not sure if I'm speaking out of turn, but I'm pretty sure yeah. I heard that the Packers do not want to trade him to the NFC, which makes no yeah, sense to me. There you go. But Neither do I. Because you're literally cutting so,
1: your, your availability right. in half.
0: Right, and, and it's not like the Packers are going to be meeting any teams in the playoffs. The Packers are in rebuild mode after they trade away Aaron Rodgers. For but sure. if that's the case, that takes the 49ers and the Buccaneers out of the table also. So the Jets are the only option. So everybody's saying, why does nobody else want Aaron Rodgers? Because nobody else can can give him what he needs and what the Packers want. They want to send him to the AFC, and he wants to compete for a championship. Think about say yeah. The Jets are a championship team. Maybe not, but I do think we have a championship-type defense. I do think I we have skilled players. So I think you add in Aaron Rodgers, and that conversation is a legitimate conversation. I agree. So we cut Braxton Burials. We freed up $5 million in cap. But once we, we, once we gave up on Braxton Burials, we now no longer have Braxton Burials. And for the most part, I think everybody agrees that Corey Davis won't be back with us. The, yeah. A lot of people are even speculating that he might be included in the Aaron Rodgers trade because they tried to get him last year. So – if we lose Corey Davis and Braxton Barrios, we need a number 2 receiver because now Elijah Moore can be the slot receiver now that Braxton Barrios is in there. That's what we've always wanted. We want Elijah Moore in the slot. But who's our number 2 receiver? Now, the Vikings just cut Adam Thielen.
1: I was about to say that. That that's a very sexy option to bring to New York. Adam Thielen is a catch first down machine. Um he doesn't have that same motor as he did a few seasons ago when he was just tearing up defenses and getting a shitload of fantasy points for touchdowns but But i think yeah i think he would be a great number two option for the new York jets
0: i think and obviously maybe my mind went to this because because i mean honestly because he's white maybe but as soon as i think of bringing adam thielen in to be the number two to garrett wilson i automatically went to brandon marshall and eric decker that combo that we had back in 2015 yeah i could see something like that being really nice um
1: i gotta i got another name for you see if see if you like it um because he's he's a slot guy i still think he has enough to be able to get you a lot of first downs need, jarvis landry for the outside okay. jarvis landry is another is another good viable option for you to have for the slot but you do have elijah moore he's technically your the slot guy.
0: right right alan lazard would be another option even though i think he might be kind Ugh. of expensive Ugh. i know i know aaron Rodgers really likes Randall Cobb. jacoby myers is out there as well so we got options, and yeah. I think that that's going to be something that we're going to address. I don't think they're going to address it in the draft. A lot of people are like, oh, we'll probably draft the receiver. I think we're going to get a free agent to be that number two, especially if we get Aaron Rodgers. But I think we're sitting nice looking for a number two receiver next to Garrett Wilson. Um, and something else that I wanted to get into. Sure. I don't know if you were watching last night, but Sauce Gardner... Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall kind of got together. I did, and they had a little bit of a ritual.
1: yeah the, the cheese head. <laughs> they,
0: they they did the burning of the cheese head, and they basically they're recruiting. They're they're openly recruiting. I don't. Yeah. How is this not tampering? I, I mean, I don't want them to it to be tampering. Right. I, I'm loving right. that they're doing this, but he's still in the contract with the Packers. This kind of you know you. you Running on a thin line. I guess because the Packers gave them permission, maybe it's okay. I
1: would say, I would say that's okay. Like, if the Dolphins started doing that, then I think it's considered tapping because we haven't given you permission to do that.
0: Right. Now, um, to, to go back to where we started this episode, where you said, are you ready to get hurt again? Yeah. Hypothetically, we don't get Aaron Rodgers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How crappy do we feel after we burnt the cheese head? everybody's openly recruiting him.
1: And Joe Namath is trying says, to give him his number. Nick yeah, Mangles trying Joe to get Neiman's him to Joe
0: said, here, take my number 12. And then he goes, Ugh. nah, I'm good. Like, as a Jet fan, do you not – is it possible to feel any worse if by Monday of next week we find out we're not getting Aaron Rodgers? That, that, that's worse than actually having to accept the fact that we're going to play with Zach Wilson. Losing on Aaron Rodgers after everybody is so convinced that we're going to get him. Uh, that's that's as battered as it gets
1: i think yes for the majority of your fan base i think you guys are going to be severely battered and emotional if you don't get aaron Rodgers, especially after putting all your chips in on aaron Rodgers. but what i've noticed through my fan base through your fan base any team that's in need of a quarterback the type of feedback that's coming from richard sherman and all these other people about lamar jackson and how dare these teams come out and say that they're not interested Something tells me that you have a big enough nucleus of fans in the Twitter world for the New York Jets that are like Lamar Jackson is is basically one 1B one to Aaron Rodgers 1A and I think that if there's a scenario where you guys do go and get him most of your fan base is going to be ha- I mean unhappy about it not not because of having him but mi- missing out on Aaron, on Aaron Rodgers but I think they'll still be satisfied because they ended up getting a perennial MVP lamar jackson now granted he he doesn't bring the same play style that an aaron Rodgers would which is basically what's going to benefit your team and your players um but i don't know man uh i'm not a big lamar jackson fan i i I like a pure passer and if he has to rely on the legs he has that um lamar jackson's kind of the other way around like like that worries me right he
0: wants to get a fully guaranteed contract with his playing style that, that worries the hell out of me. If we were signing Aaron Rodgers, a, a young Aaron Rodgers, right. to a five-, six-year guaranteed contract, I feel a little better because he's not using his legs as much. He protects himself a little more. Correct. Lamar Jackson just running around with the risk of getting injured. And, and the, knee 40 he guaranteed? Guaranteed.
1: the knee injury yeah, he man. took was in the pocket. It wasn't like – That would scare me. It, it, listen, we get people who are fans of Lamar Jackson. We get it. The guy's a stud running back slash quarterback. I get you. But in this league – like Richard Sherman brought up a point yesterday. Like, oh, if this happened to Joe Burrow and his ACL injury, people would be getting ready to give him a fully Joe Burrow is easily a top five quarterback in the NFL right now. He hurt his ACL, but guess what? He's not out there trying to run people around around people and make them juke and all th- that's Lamar Jackson's game. Joe Burrow will sit in the pocket and carve you for 370 yards in a game. Lamar Jackson is not about that life, and that's the only reason I, I would say, Danny. If I that that contract scares me, I prefer you guys to be the Cleveland Browns of the AFC East and give them a fully guaranteed contract because I don't think you will be as effective as if you had Aaron Rodgers for a year or two.
0: You know, uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, I I was trying to think of a comparison for him in the NFL and I couldn't, but I thought of an NBA comparison And, and see if you if you if what you think about this comparison. Sure. Former MVP, exciting to watch lacks some fundamentals, and therefore he just will never be the best. D-Rose? I, I, no, I compare him to prime Russell Westbrook.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good comparison too.
0: No, no jump shot, but he was exciting. He'll take yeah. it to the rim. He'll get his assist, but you wanted him to have a jump shot to be a complete player. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, he'll win games just like Russell Westbrook. He'll put for up sure. crazy numbers and win MVPs just like Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double for a full season. Yeah, he might have done it twice. I can't even remember now. But he was amazing and fun to watch. He got his team to the playoffs, but you can't build around somebody that's missing those fundamentals. And Lamar Jackson, I think he's improved as a pocket passer. For sure. He's still not there. He's not gonna scare and, anybody
1: right now as a pocket so, passer.
0: And and he's not he's not he's not zipping the ball into a tight window. And maybe no. somebody will come and be like, Oh, did you watch this game when he did it once? Maybe he did it once, but it's somebody that I can't. Trust consistently. They, consistently consistently. Now, right. if we don't get Aaron Rodgers and I'm trying to chip between Lamar Jackson and and Ryan Tannysack or or Zach Wilson or something like that. Yes, I'm going Lamar Jackson. But
1: I, I really hope that's not what it comes to, because I, I want Aaron Rodgers. I agree. I agree. I don't want you to get Aaron Rodgers. But if I was a Jets fan and you're asking me to pick between both of you, a guy who's won multiple MVPs, he has one Super Bowl under his belt. Dude, he's played at an elite level for most of his career. i take that guy. I'm taking that guy uh, 10 times out of 10.
0: Let's close it down. Let's close it with this. Yeah. If we get Aaron Rodgers, which I think we will, is he going to rock the number 12?
1: You know, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers is cocky enough to be like, yeah, Joni, I'm going I'm to take your number. <laughs> but what I also thought in the back of my head was – that Brett Favre relationship wasn't that great. He'd wear the number four. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he, he, the wears the, four. he wears the number four in New York and shows Brett Favre, this is how you do it. Because technically, yeah. he, he never did nothing for New York.
0: Uh, yeah, rock the number four, and, and he wore it in college. He wore number four and number eight in college. Yeah. So I think it's between one of those two numbers. If it's number eight, Elijah Moore is going to have to change his number. But I think it might be number four. Fuck it, rock number four. I agree. And, and then show what that you could do what Brett Favre didn't do. Right, I, I think that would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, so let's play the waiting game. I'm let's gonna have this episode up in the next 20 minutes, and I'm almost sure that in the next 20 minutes we're gonna get some some actual news as to what just happened. And I'm be like, yo, Manny, we gotta, we gotta drop jump on. back on.
1: Five o'clock, baby. Five o'clock, we jump right on.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you for joining me, Bearded Fanatic. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you guys when Aaron Rodgers is finally official. Fin's up.